0: plushcare.com slash weight loss the following podcast is a member of the great big owl family
1: do you feel like you have one to try ground club and see how well it fits
2: Assuming that all things are equal, who'd want to be men of the people when there's people like this? Well, I would for one, because I like them. In Picking for Britain, you'll be hearing from Dave and Gerald. They've both been on before. Gerald was in the two graffiti episodes, Dave from the episode Pork Shoulder and Dark Dave. They spent the first lockdown picking fruit and veg on two different farms, initially lettuce in the crime-ridden Norfolk-Cambridge borders, before they got kicked out, then strawberries in Perthshire. In the first seven minutes they kinda of set the scene, then we delve into the drug taking, selling and testing that occurred and its vintage crime club with a dash of backdoor suedo journalism. Mmm, my favourite. Anyway, have a blast on this. <laughs>
0: <Gun
1: Club. laughs>
2: Let's go accommodation, what's that
3: saying? What was it saying in Norfolk anyway? Like a prison almost, like, it's just a fucking room with like 12 bunk beds full of lads.
4: Just like living in a youth hostel with blokes, but constantly and you will wake up really early and then fucking really muddy.
3: No personal space. Um, snoring, farting, snoring. fucking.
4: So there's one girl and obviously our friends managed to get in with the one girl, so then they're fucking all the time.
2: Yeah. it's come up earlier than I predicted. So mm. there's a, a friend we're going to call Hans, Hans um, yeah. who couldn't make it tonight because he got a better offer of actual cash rather than the crime club rate of free cans of lager. Um, so he was there as well, and he's managed to hook up with one of the sweethearts out there. The only girl there. Out of how many people, though, in total?
4: Fucking hundreds. Hundreds. Oh, no, 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 no. 30 Brits. OK. Yeah, but they're, but a be- they're a better Romanian women. 30
3: Brits, but then, like... The hostel was just full of Romanian and Bulgarian men. And women.
2: And There's women. a few women. Yeah, but there's mostly men. It's a majority of yeah. men. And say a couple of hundred men.
3: She's, she's fully Rand. got her pick of the bunch, and she's chosen Hans. The thing is, he is a pipesman. He's a, Hans you know, a pipesman. swooped in there. Yeah, he
2: swooped. He swooped. There
4: were fucking loads in the disabled toilet. Yeah. Were they? In the hostel, yeah.
2: I'm impressed that the fucking hostel had a disabled toilet, if you if it's like, you say, a prison. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
3: The worst thing was, we had, we had a rotor basically. So, every day, someone's got a make the sandwiches, everyday someone's got to make dinner. So this one morning, it was my turn to make the sandwiches, and every time Hans and his farm missus would get down, they'd hang a, hang a towel up on the side. Of the disabled log? No, 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 no on no, the, bottom, no. the bottom
4: bunk of the, of the, of the bunk bed, so you of can see it, edge. you know what I mean? Okay. You close it off. A little curtain, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: but I'm literally sat right next to this towel.
4: Two foot away.
3: Two foot away, making him sandwiches while he's literally getting his dick sucked.
4: At five thirty in the morning. Yeah,
3: and I was just like, "What? Like, what is this? Like, how am I making my boy a sandwich while he gets his dick?" Yeah, sucked? when's I, the rotor
2: for the dick sucking? Y- yeah, exactly. <laughs> how long did he take to sweep in on the on the sweetheart? Should we give her a name, by the way? Peppy. Yeah, right. Peppy.
4: Peppy. Yeah, yeah. No, let's but call her
2: Pepsi. This will yeah.
4: really annoy Hans, by the way. You're in the middle of fucking like Norfolk is just flat. Like, fucking flat. So you're in the middle of miles and miles and miles and miles of lettuce fields. Like, miles of lettuce fields. You can't see for lettuce fields. Mm. So you're standing in a row, there's like ten of you in a row. And you've got a massive tractor behind you. And you've got like a conveyor belt. Baskets, like fucking little coconut-shy baskets moving fast in front of you. And you've got to chop lettuce, lean over, straight down to your ankles, chop a lettuce, put it in the basket. But you've got to make it perfect every time, otherwise they throw it at you from... Upstairs, it's just conveyor belt work. So then the lettuce goes inside the fucking tractor, and then it gets packaged into into plastic in the actual tractor, and then it gets packaged into cardboard boxes and then it goes straight off to Tesco.
3: Yeah. It's also yeah. quite daunting because you're. It's basically a giant rig, you know, like a factory on wheels, and you'll you'll be in front of a massive wheel, like about like a four foot wheel that comes towards you, and you chop lettuce and walk backwards. Chop lettuce, walk backwards. But there's a certain factor that feels like. If I stopped chopping lettuce, this giant wheel would run me over.
4: Once you kind of get picking, like, someone, one of the pickers drives it because he just press go. these two Czech guys were pretty slow. And, like, just sometimes just fucking wind them up. You know what I mean? Just, like, press go, 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 go. And then he's, like, just like six lanes back and the yeah, wheel's right stressful. behind him. He's like trying to be real fast. Like go, go, go. Just pressing faster, faster.
2: All right, so that's an insight into the relations between the nationalities because this is something that fascinates me. Obviously, 100% European migrant workers before corona. Is yeah. Is that fair? Yeah yeah yeah, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. I'd say so. And then the influx, you're talking maybe, what, like 30% or like 15% of these influx of Brits? Probably like, fucking less.
4: Yeah. Do you reckon? T- yeah,
2: five. Were relations good between the... Between Smoking
4: schwammers with the Bulgarians. Yeah, Smoking got, what? Schwammers.
2: What the fuck are they?
4: <laughs> Joints.
2: All right.
0: club.
2: 12. How many hours a week are you working?
4: You work a lot, you work... Six days a week. Six days a week, and
2: Nine, then... Ten hour, ten hour days? So you're looking at 60-odd so hours. You're not days. getting
4: paid for like that.
2: What comes out for accommodation then?
4: A day's rate work, 60 quid. 60 a day a week? Yeah, 65, 65 quid comes out a day a week. For terrible accommodation. But then also on the lettuce farm, you were, they bought a big couple of big buses. Some of the farms are really far away. So you can sit sitting in the bus for about... I don't know, just big commute. But they're paying I mean, you for that or they aren't? No, they aren't. So you don't get paid until you're actually on the fucking tractor picking the lettuce. Right, I mean. so, so then when I mean, you get to the field, you get dropped off the bus and you've still got half an hour walk through the field. I mean, obviously, it's just a fucking commute, but when you're living there and you're spending all your time there, it's like.
2: That's a bum bum deal.
4: That's a bum bum deal. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. That's a bum bum. The people working there are like immigrants that haven't uh, come from much money and it's a fucking massive corporation. They really should like feed them or something. Because we even had situations where some of the Romanians, Bulgarians couldn't afford food, so they would go to Tesco's, try and rob all the food, and then they yeah, get loads nicked of them got and niche. lose their Yeah, loads of them, really? Yeah, I like. Things that. like it's did you like, see
2: anyone get nicked? Or did yeah, you see? Yeah, we saw we saw just three women
4: get picked up, taken yeah. away.
2: Three women got picked up from the farm and taken away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, they it,
3: raising Tesco. Yeah, it was just harsh because they could so easily feed them.
4: British farmers are renowned gangsters. And when we went to the other farm, that's what they said to us. Let's Farms are around on gangsters. And a few of the Bulgarian boys we were speaking to, they were like nice young guys like us. And they were just kind of like... And supposedly, they hadn't done something. And we didn't really get to the bottom of it. They hadn't paid someone or they hadn't spoken to someone, but they hadn't worked for like 11 days. So they're paying rent. And it. So there was some sort of fucking mafia, human trafficking, something going on. I don't know what was going on. But they weren't being allowed to work.
3: The Lettuce Farming Company basically uses the mafia to recruit people from Romania and Bulgaria. So the mafia, to will, pay the mafia will they find they a load of work. load of broke people that really need the work, and then something like half their wages will go to the mafia, and the other half goes to their family. So they're getting like subsidized minimum wage and they're paying rent.
4: There's a company that owns the hostel. We're paying them rent. All the wages from this company, geez, fresh, you can edit that if you like. No, fuck them. They pay the hostel, and then the hostel pays us. So I think the hostel was there was something going on there. Right. So
2: all these, all the people in charge are in cahoots to basically extract value from the labour. Yeah. Cry
4: Supposedly one of the Romanians took bare photos of the up. We never went upstairs because of Corona, but I suppose it was worse than downstairs, or maybe it was the fucking same because the downstairs was pretty shit. Like outside there was sewers leaking, there's bare shit all over the floor. If, like everyone's eating outside. There's picnic tables outside, and there's just like a you know, the size of this room, like, pile of shit in the middle of the fucking... And we're just all eating around it and I didn't get cleaned for, like, two weeks. There was no hot water for, like, five days. There was no... Yeah. The, the, and the that was us. was bare, oh. le- bare electricity was going all the time. And it's not, like, massive things, but when you're living there and working there, it's, like, that is quite a big thing.
3: And there's a drain just outside that leaked shit the entire time. Yeah. Like, a big drain. Like, every time you go outside... There's just shit oozing out, and that's where everyone eats. And like, so So, someone
4: upstairs supposedly took photos of the conditions upstairs, sent it to BBC, and threatened to do an expose. And then after that is when we suddenly, I'm working on the farm, and I'm picking lettuce one day. Car drives up, bloke in like fucking pink chinos, you know what I mean? Like, anyway, walks up to me, I'm over here, blah blah blah, and then they start doing the drug tests. And I think what they were trying to do is just like a bit of a witch hunt. And I think they thought we were the ones doing the expose.
2: So before they start doing the drug test, there was drugs flying about, weren't there?
4: There was drugs flying about.
2: We're From mainly to other people. <laughs> yeah, he
3: was doing some of the drugs. But there was just a lot of drugs there. These two went up first. To be fair, you did bring the drugs there.
4: If we do some drugs in London, I thought maybe, oh, it'd be nice to, uh, you know, just have a, have a nice quiet time in the
2: country. Oh, like taking drugs in London, why would I not enjoy taking yeah, drugs Yeah, but I, I thought farm? maybe
4: I won't do so many drugs in the farm. <laughs> You know what I mean, and then here suddenly get a phone call like, "Oh, bring fucking loads of drugs to the farm." So I bring a lot of drugs to the farm.
2: And let's just quickly pause. Who were taking the drugs? Is it the Brits that are there? it yeah, none of the the Romanians. I
4: reckon if you bought weed, like some of the some of the Brits there who were local were getting in ounces and selling a lot of weed to the Romanians. Okay, so the the Romanians just
2: smoke weed, right? So we're talking Calvin Klein, getting cocaine. Yeah, you. How much did you bring up?
4: Not loads hundred
3: pounds £400 worth off yeah. each.
4: of each? Yeah, of each, yeah. Basically, of Calvin and of Klein. Yeah.
3: Basically sold it to one guy as well. So.
4: Everywhere in the hostels and ZCTV. <laughs> like, everywhere. Mad. You know what I mean? Living like that is fucking peak. They're butters. Doing weird, like, you pass someone the butter and there's like a rat there like, in the kitchen. There you go, mate. That's
2: bizarre. Right, so, <clears> Dave <throat> has just mentioned that you basically sold drugs to one person. Dave and Hans are on
4: one bunk and they're like, there's your bunk. Look in, and there's a tiny, like, five-foot-five five bloke who looks like he's rotting.
2: In what way, bad
4: skin? Or- bad skin. He's just, like obviously, does fucking loads of drugs. It's, yeah. Get there, and he's got his Xbox and his TV set up at the end of the bed, and I'm on the top bunk. So, and basically, every night, every single night, he would just stay up till about 5.30 in the morning doing coke, which I was selling him, and drink, like, a whole bottle of um, Captain Morgan's. And I- it, was, it was tiny.
2: I seem yeah. to remember that he claimed to be a professional cop player. Yeah, he claimed a lot. He claimed he
3: a thought. lot. He claimed he'd been to prison. He still owes me six to He claimed he could do backflips on bikes. He, he's just said a lot of shit, basically. What's his geese? Do you want to give
2: him an alias? Or do you S. Not give a fuck?
3: Let's call him S. Let's call him oh, okay, S. Sandeep yeah. Sandeep, S. S-, he, S. Right. he liked Tess. So let's call him S. Okay. S.
2: S. <laughs> S. Yeah. You've, you've been pointed, you're in the top bunk, S is down below, he's he claiming he's a professional COD player, which obviously, if you're saying he's claiming he's doing backflips
3: off bikes. Been what? to prison, does backflips off bikes, apparently runs a bike store. He was
4: like a champion fucking motocross driver. Yeah. Where's, Where's he, he from? Bedford, Bed, somewhere like Bedford, yeah. He'd get the two lads in who were, who were local from down market and they'd do gear all night till about five in the morning, have about an hour's sleep, well four in the morning, do an hour's sleep and then they go to work. And you could tell he wanted to change. Like you could tell he wanted some sympathy out of you, but
2: then he was yeah. But we were going to get it off you because you were going to sell him more drugs. Well, also, I didn't eh, want to do that.
3: It's hard to picture. He was literally on the bunk bed directly above, and he'd be sitting there playing Xbox, just drinking a whole bottle of Captain Morgan's. And Gerald would just lean over and give him more drugs from above
2: and um, and was he paying you when he got paid for, like, in the week that's the thing he was ticking him the whole time
3: he
4: ticked me well he paid me for a couple of times and then he said oh he, then he was ticking me and then one day he just I got back from work <laughs> got played and S wasn't there <laughs> and he owes you 60 quid still <laughs> yeah he owes you 60 quid left him a couple couple messages
2: <laughs> <laughs> could you read them out
1: if you said- <laughs> no please <laughs> 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 Grand, 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 Grand. Grand.
2: Was that the similar time when the, the guy in the chinos turns up doing fucking bullshit drug tests?
4: Yeah. Well, no, I, like, the drugs we were selling ran out. We weren't really doing that many of them. I didn't want to really want to do any gear there, so we weren't really doing it. We did a bit of okay. K. This other guy, Puke, was going off and getting stuff and coming back. So Dave got on it one night, and I didn't get on it. I just smoked some weed. Then I got the drugs test. So the next day, randomly, the guy in the pink chinos turns up, gives me the drugs test, and failed it straight out. I was like, that's weird. And he comes up with amphetamines and opiates and stuff. I was like, well, maybe amphetamines because I did gear two weeks ago. Yeah, a couple of gear. Something. Yeah, but opiates. I mean, Haven't done opiates in fucking ages. And and then another two went up. Two of the local kids and they went up. They both failed. And then the guys kind of thought like, oh. And he obviously didn't really want to. I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah, but so
2: this actually sounds like classic bullshit test, basically, right?
4: Bullshit test. It's, it's, and has, then, then no, they did it basically f- about three or four times to us. Then the two two days later, we all got everyone got on the bus to work, and there's about thirty of us, and a couple of them. One of them's like f- like forty year old guy from Manchester, who's like this fucking moron who's obviously never done drugs in his life. It's so annoying. And he failed. You say morning, Darren. He go how observant of you. <laughs> and he's bought himself an Indian wife. It's so like he's got this beautiful Indian wife. who's obviously. I'm sorry, Darren. But how beautiful is Darren? Darren. Darren, Darren
3: looks like Wallace from Wallace yeah. and Gromit. If Wallace in, like, if he was, he was real, a, a real man. Like, imagine how bleak Wallace. Yeah. Just eats bear cheese, balding, ugly man. What are you man? having
4: for dinner tonight? And you just have sausages and sliced white bread.
2: And
3: he had to kind like, of, ooh, and wiggle his fingers. Like, no, every no. night,
4: sausages and hamburgers and sliced white bread. He's
2: tested positive for all the drugs. All yeah. the drugs, yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, this Turkish couple who are like, fucking, like, climbers and, like, always going on about how healthy they were, they got on the bus, drugs test, they're, like, bing,
2: bing, 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 bing,
4: coming up all positive. What, are, the these,
2: what, what are these fucking drug test yeah, gizmos most looking like? Uh, tongue swabs?
4: One's under the tongue, yeah. Swabs, the, and, and they're... Swabs, hold, hold, it, on, hold on it in the tongue for a while, yeah. Is,
2: is the swab attached to a mechanism? Yeah. All oh,
4: right, and the mechanism's going, yeah. Yeah,
2: after a while, it goes... The thing is, I've heard a drug test, and they don't fucking sound like that. Couple drug tests take maybe a week to come back. This this guy's yeah. just bought something from fucking Toys R like Us and is put yeah. together a fucking scale. I feel
3: like the thing we should mention is the reason why they started doing all these drug tests again. Kid drops a wooden pallet on his toe, breaks it. The kid's like talking about suing them and shit like that. They know he smokes shit tons of weed and does coke now and then. We figured they had the idea of Let's do everyone a drug test because let's just get evidence of, of him in court now. I think they were building a case basically, but the funny thing is, they kind of shot themselves in the foot because everyone got fired. All the Brits they got some pony tests. Yeah. All the Brits got fired except me and the kid who dropped the box on his. <laughs> oh,
0: what a cut! Hello, my darlings, it's me, Anna Mann, actress, singer, welder, gotta have a backup. I've been in everything, my darlings, and I've been cut from most things. However, I will not be cut from one thing, and that is my own podcast, Talking to Actors with Anna Mann, where I meet those rarest of creatures, the actors. That's Talking
1: to Actors on The Great Big Hour.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: From an economic point of view, why would you have a load of lazy British cunts on your farm in the first and place? And we
4: were all shit. So we're all meant to be making peace rate, yeah, which is £8.93 or whatever, whichever the minimum wage is. You know what I mean? And some some crews, you'd watch over the rig, and they'd be making, they're working, they're making a twelve, thirteen, fourteen pound an hour each.
2: So it is incentivised.
4: Yeah, but you're working as a massive team. If there's anyone shit in the team, it slows you right down. So, but we were always on. We net, we we're always on earning four or five pound an hour. So we we're constantly losing the money. So they they didn't they wanted rid of us.
2: So you, they want to get rid of you for several reasons. That being one of them. Um and. What is the kind of? I want to go back to that fucking inside that coach or that van and like to get a sense of the atmosphere when they're basically you're finding out that you're all gonna fuck off now.
3: Okay, it first happens on the bus to work. Everyone does it. Everyone comes up as positive, including the guy that doesn't drink or do any drugs. So well, like, this is completely inaccurate. Let's, uh, can we do it again? We go to work. We start working, and then they start calling us out one by one to do the tests. Anyone who comes up positive is immediately fired,
4: so basically then we all kind of kick off, and we're like, none of us are going to work while we do this because we're all slow it's still slowing us all down, and you're gonna fucking fight us anyway, so we all stop work, and we all just sit in a queue and go in to have these little drugs tests, and basically one after another, we fail, you know what I mean everyone fucking fails basically, and exactly. we all we all kind of kick off, and there's this one boy, puke, who's a big fucking crusty, he takes off his jumper and he's wearing his Ketamine, just say nay T-shirt, and he's like, "I'm gonna go in my ketamine, just say nay T-shirt." Sits in there, fails it, and goes, "Ha! Opiates? You don't know what I've been taking." <laughs> Something like so, that. You know,
2: I mean, he's a D and he's wearing that T-shirt, which I think— I mean, you're a fucking dick, yeah. but that's a great circumstances in which to be able to rock out that c And he's
4: been doing gear the whole time, loads of it, and it didn't come up in the test, basically.
3: That's um, a bit of a legendary move, to be fair. I agree.
2: I mean, yeah. I don't like the idea that he owns that sea shirt It's not the worst c in the world. But, but like... he's and you'd hate him. Yeah, right.
0: Crime. Crime.
3: Everyone got fired, except me and this kid. And I'd just done a line of coke and ketamine and smoked a spliff the night before and i tested negative then they just like yeah go back to work so i went back to work while everyone else was sunbathing
2: we just got drunk the whole time
3: i just worked loads and they just got drunk basically
2: were you happy for them or you just like fuck those guys having a good time
3: i was a bit like i felt kind of like you're earning your 35 pound a day uh, yeah i was kind of happy because i was earning money still yeah it was kind of nice it was like coming back home to the wife and kids but they're just like two drunk mates
2: Yeah, one of which is getting sucked off quite a lot. All right, there's one thing that I want to go into before we move on to the second farm, which is what Hans told me on the phone call, which was the two lads from Corby getting picked up in a micro by the vicar of Corby.
4: So the two lads of Corby, we forgot about one thing. When we had a day off, the next day one, we'd all get really fucking way too drunk in the um in the common room, and it's just you're in like a comment, you're on CCTV. And you're in a room which is just in another room in the hostel. There's a hundred Romanians upstairs and like 60 English downstairs. Still, everyone's asleep, but you're fucking loud. And everyone's doing loads of gear and stuff, but like really slightly. Anyway, so these two boys, one of them had broken up with his girlfriend. One of them texted saying, t- well, the other one had texted his girlfriend saying, so why don't you come around and sit on my face? But they were just like 17 year old boys, but they had a fucking mad argument about it. Being me, I got really involved and I was like trying to like, break him
2: up a little bit. What were they arguing? So one of them's texted can you sit on my face to his ex and then the other one's been like "Why are you doing that?" No, no, no.
4: One of them broke up with his girlfriend. The other one has texted that guy's ex-girlfriend saying why don't you come around and sit on my face. He told me about it secretly. Right, so
2: Corby Boy A split up with his girlfriend. Corby Boy B has taken Corby Boy A's phone and texted Corby Boy A's ex-girlfriend can you come and sit on my face? No,
4: No, no, no. Corby Boy B has texted Corby Boy's A girlfriend from his own phone. Oh, from of his own phone? Yeah, yeah, saying, why don't you come and sit on my so face?
2: Text, snake snaking his mate. Oh, shit. texted his, oh, texted
3: shit. his mate's yeah, girlfriend yeah, yeah. and went, why don't you come and sit on my face?
4: They've decided this one night on the farm when they're all sniffed up, and they're really young, so they're fucking loud when they're sniffed up.
3: Yeah, one of them's a virgin too, Corby Boy Yeah. yeah. Corby and Boy then, So, and so then, it's a really yeah. bold thing to do. Corby Boy A
4: starts going, you're a fucking virgin. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like that. <laughs> fucking virgin, it. man. And i having a really loud <laughs> argument, and then I slapped Corby Board A, just like, just, like, so, so unnecessary. Like, accept his apology, slapped him, and then it's like, that didn't help out. What <laughs> <Like,
1: laughs> did like, Corby Boy Eight? Seven years
4: off. younger. Then, he's, then he was like, oh, I've got a slap and then he really slapped me back, and I had to accept it, because he's like, yeah.
2: I mean, I don't want to give you full description, Gerald, but you're not a small guy. So what the Corby boys coming in at height was? Oh, not tall. 5'8". Hans told me in this phone call that uh, they were, like, troubled guys that the vicar had kind of tried to help out by earning some cash. So when they left,
4: no-one was going to pick them up, so Corby Boy B... It was, sad. it was a bit of a sad case, you know, a bit of a virgin. I reckon, yeah. yeah, he was a virgin with mean, that. But yeah. he called up the vicar, the vicar of...
2: Um... Vicar boy Corby C. Yeah. And the vicar up. of Corby, Corby Corby boy C. Came. The Racken's vicar of
3: vicar. and got him. It was in the full priest outfit. Pulls up in a little Nissan. And like, yeah, this, these guys have just been acting really hard this entire time. Just get picked and up. And then right. go for, yeah. <laughs> Trying to bully everyone. Yeah
2: acting the Billy Big Bollocks from Corby
3: they look kind of hard when we first met them and then it just sort of like instantly we find out one's a virgin then they have this little row then they get picked up by a vicar and it was like yeah just
2: I mean it doesn't mean they're not hard it just means they probably don't have parents you know what I mean they're probably like in care
4: which I mean is a bit sad Corby Boy B seemed that way I tried tried to be nice to Corby Boy
2: B they were troubled yeah Troubled lads from Colby, and they've been picked up in the Nissan Micro or whatever, and uh, by, by a fully dog collared vicar, and yeah. they fucked off. Do you ever see them again? No. Oh, no. Grime, Grime. club. Grime.
0: Grime club.
1: Grime. Grime club. Grime,
0: Grime club.
2: You've arrived in Perthshire and given your experiences in Norfolk, are you thinking this is going to be more the same? What are you thinking there?
4: No, we knew it was a family operation, so we knew it wasn't working for a big, big old corporation, so we knew it was going to be a bit nicer.
3: We are like, this is beautiful when we got here as well. Yeah. Compared to the lettuce farm, it was lovely. Like, We are staying in a caravan, we had our own place, massive lake outside, and like, we saw the boss in it. Like, at the lettuce farm, you never saw the boss. You spoke to this middle management guy that just bullshitted you the entire time. Like... Uh, there, there's no hot water running. We're we going to get her running. Yes, lads. I've taken a note of that, and I'll get right to the bottom of it. And that was all we heard. Mm. Whereas this, the boss lives in a big house right next to you, says hi to you every morning and stuff. You know. So and I'll, the hot water isn't the problem. Hot water isn't the problem. Cleanliness.
2: But. All right. Yes. Living Less. in the caravan, to clean yourself. Let's, Let's compare the ratios of European workers to to Brits. What's it say? What's the difference there between the two?
4: 110 Romanians. 25 brits yeah all right, and you're all in caravans everyone's in caravans yeah,
3: everyone's in caravans everyone's really nice on this farm as well though i mean they work you fucking hard and they're like still joking you'd be like number seven hurry up and dash a strawberry at your head but they're generally really nice people it's not it's hard graft to be honest it's probably harder graft than the lettuce farm just a lot nicer people you're happier to do it and you're happier to do it yeah
2: because you're being treated fairly.
3: You're being treated fairly. You, you're getting all your wages. Everyone's nice. They're not
2: taking anything off of the accommodation. Yeah, they
4: are.
3: They are. At that compares, less,
4: bit bit less. Fifty compared to seventy. Yeah.
3: They give you stuff to like wash your clothes and line stuff up. If you want to go to the shops, there's regular trips. Like at the other farm, the coach is at eight o'clock. You wait at eight o'clock for your coach. You have got no food whatsoever, and then they just the coach doesn't come. You're, you're like You've got to wait uh, till the next day. You're hungry for the night, like.
2: Go to bed hungry in the
4: fucking.
3: Well, you yeah, to borrow borrow food or something. Have a borrow people, a loaf farm, of bread yeah. and some bacon or someone or like things like that. Right, I start. Yeah.
2: Um, all right. So things go pretty similarly. Obviously, as far as the listeners are concerned, this is going to be less exciting because there wasn't you weren't selling drugs to uh, Indian men claiming to be BMXers. No. But is there anything more worth saying about Persia? No, well, no, no drugs
4: involved. Yeah, drugs involved. Well, basically we turn up and then. There were some Brits there and they ordered, I didn't really realise fucking pickers were such druggies but there's loads of like kind of hippies. But surely
2: that. you realise that you have become a picker and you are a druggie so then... Big
4: druggies like...
2: Let's do drugs every night.
4: Yeah, like bad drugs like doing speed all day while picking strawberries. It's just like why, why the fuck are you doing that? You're in some blessed atmosphere. Why do you need to do that? Well, and these are Brits? Yeah, these are the Brits, yeah. So
3: what's the, what do we drink? Rakia or Raki? Raki? Well, like a Greek spirit? Romanian moonshine. Oh, okay. Yeah, so basically everyone's just that's that's your, like, uh, choice of poison on the farm, basically. Like, everyone drinks that, including the line manager. You just get pissed every night. There was even one night where we were all sort of chilling in the caravan and uh, we've got work at, like, 5 a.m., so no-one wants a big one. We want to be to bed at, like, 9 o'clock or something. And Hans is just like, ''Oh, like, yeah, I think there's, like, a party next door. We should go, like, possibly check it out.'' I'm like, ''Nah, mate, it's, like, work tomorrow.'' He goes there. I'm going to go check on him in, like, 20 minutes. Go check on him. He's got his T-shirt off. He's with, like, five hard Romanian blokes. They're standing on the table, just dancing, going, da, 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 which is, like, yes in Romanian, just like, yes, 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 yes. He gets off the table, sits down, and then basically throws up over his shoulder. He gets carried from the party to Pepsi's yard and basically gets thrown on the bed by a big Romanian left there and then basically... It just sounds like she just fucked the shit out of him and he wasn't really there or in his right mind, basically. Kind of so got, H- raped. H- got it's, it's, raped. I'm, I'm going to say he got raped, yeah.
2: Pepsi raped Hans, okay. Yeah.
4: Um, and then it's, it's thin walls in the caravan, and the next day me and, me and Dave were like, she fucking raped him, the dirty <laughs> sketch. She raped him, and then she didn't talk to us about three days, but yeah. she probably heard us.
2: Mate, mate, let's briefly go into Pepsi. So Pepsi was someone who you met in yes. Norfolk, but is she the only person that came with you? No, Gotten? like four others. Four mm-hmm. others came from Norfolk to Perthshire. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Hugh, who I mentioned, and then two others, Pepsi and then another geezer. Are you Are you
2: pretty time. tight-knit by this point? You, you, your gang. Yeah, but
4: Pukes, yeah. probably the most annoying bloke I've ever met. I don't really like speaking to him and Pepsi's fucking jarring. She's just shagging my mate and the other guy's about 18 and he's really jarring. So I wouldn't say close, but...
2: Because
3: you live like, on a farm. We spend,
4: we spend time together. Do you think
2: they <laughs> they kind of the people that if you weren't living with, you might enjoy I'd, their
4: company? No, no I'd no, avoid no, them. No, I'd no meet way. them once at the bar and think I'm never going to speak to them ever again.
3: And then Pepsi, but Pepsi, like... It's... Yeah, she was also, like, she was... Sucking off quite a lot of the, like, fucking Romanian yeah. managers it's not there. At the
4: same course. time as sucking off Hans. Oh, yeah, yeah in yeah. between. But Hans is getting about as well. Yeah, we had one time, actually. We all got peeled up on my birthday. Went back to the caravans. Me, this other guy, Larry, and Hans, and Pepsi in her room. Like, we were just sitting around, fucking peeled up, smoking fags, whatever you do, you know, like, kind of coming down off pills, blah, blah, blah. She's just kind of just, like, obsessed with his cock she's like, always, is she's she's yeah, always she's down yeah she's obsessed like we're all just sitting around having conversations she's just constantly trying to get his cock out to suck it like just like, like in front got, of you lads yeah really. what's Hans saying is he like that Hans like no, he's deep to her like slapping like you skep, you know what I mean like <laughs> being deep it's, like, bro, he was fucking deep to her and then it kind of evolves blah blah, blah. I'm just like bruv just let her suck you off it's fine with us <laughs> and she's like yeah Hans let me just suck you off she's trying to get out and then I've got a girlfriend, I was like, I was like, why don't you just have a threesome? And Larry's like, yeah, let's have a threesome. <laughs> and then basically Hans just wasn't a bit. This went on for like an hour. It's fucking hilarious. But basically Hans moisted. Yeah. yeah, That's enough. where
3: you were just like, I just want to watch. Like. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. right
1: with it. Oh, Crime Club. Jack Beaumont, you naughty boy.
4: I went back early or so, whatever I went back at like 11 to the caravan I'm asleep in the caravan and I'm in the fucking living room so there's two little side rooms and I'm in the living room on a fold out bed so you are I'm in the, in the main caravan you know what I mean because the other two rooms are locked off so Hans comes back with Pepsi and he's like where's fucking and he gets a bit aggressive when he's drunk so he comes in and like where's Pepsi's key wakes me up he's like okay, it's on the fucking table where you left it blah blah keeps shouting at me well, he's telling me a story about what's happened I'm like and Hans just leave me alone, he's going to sleep. He's like, fuck you, bruv, something like that. And he goes off, and then they're just chatting loads really loudly to each other, like, Hans, please keep it down, blah, 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 they're still chatting loads. Shout at him, like, keep it down, he kind of looks at me like really aggressive, like, fuck you, bruv, I fucking should do something about you. You know what he's like when he's drunk. Okay, I leave it, like, just kind of close my eyes, roll over, start hearing, like, giggling, noises like that, look up, and Pepsi's on her knees, sucking him off. In the fucking caravan.
3: So it was livid. <laughs> <laughs> like. And they're eating a kebab at the same time.
4: Yeah, and they are fucking both got kebabs as well. It's like, <laughs> just like kebabs, littered. like there's bare kebab littered around the place, like on the bed or sauce and everything.
2: Well, is she is she going for a bit of cock and then a bit of fucking donna meat or what? Probably, yeah.
3: I think so. I think he's just eating kebab or getting sucked off.
4: <laughs> so I like jump up, Every man's shout at him, like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Get out of the fucking caravan. And he looks at me like, come on in! Gives it to me. She's like, oh, like takes the hand of his cup, starts like, grab him against the wall, the door's open, and like, lob him out the caravan.
2: <laughs> Wait, you lobbed Hans out the caravan?
4: Lobbed Hans out the caravan.
2: With a bowler? did you see his boner?
4: No, he's managed to get his knob in, yeah. Okay. His trousers.
0: Saying
4: Say to Hans, like, fucking punch me in the face, punch me in the face. He this punch is punch you to Hans. He's moving dark. And then I said to this like, 18-year-old who was there, I was like, punch me in the fucking face, James. And he didn't want to do it. And basically, then he punched, then he punched me in the face. And then I punched him back in the face way too hard and gave him a black eye. <laughs> it
3: was also kind of dark, because the last thing the line manager saw was we were all by a lake getting hammered. Then The next day, the youngest kids out there with a, with a black eye.
2: Because when you say to people, when you're in this dark frame of mind, I've a few... Too many fucking shandies, or whatever you're on. When you say punch me in the face, are you thinking I am going to punch the back, or are you thinking, oh, I just want to be punched? No, back? I was going to punch you back. I think I said I'll punch I you don't back? I think yeah. you did. I don't think you did either.
3: No, you were like you were just moving dark. You're like punch me in the face, do it. And he punched you and you just swung and punched him straight back.
4: We broke a caravan. That was pretty good. How'd you do that? So basically, the, the young kids there, they're all like the twenty somethings there. I think they they're all like village. They're all from like, Czech yeah. or Romania, but they're all provincial kids. They're not from city. So they go to here and it's like their summer holiday you know what i mean so to them it's, it's it's kind of like being on like school camp you know what i mean like year eight camp so they're all fucking snogging each other and there's bad gossip and people are fucking each other and it's like it's of a bit like teenage this is
2: something i might not have realized other people maybe not as well well first off there are czech people people from czech republic i, yeah. I thought it'd be exclusively bulgarian and romanian there also, weren't that many czechs yeah. okay but, but also they're actually quite young people they're not like you can't oh no no no, no. it's whole families
4: like whole you've got grandma's parents kids there you know what I mean? You've got three, three on... generations and whole families. You've got. Working but together. I think they're mainly the gypsy families. It's kind of like Romanian gypsy, Roma gypsy. Yeah, family. Romany folk, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, we've got like 30 of us in a caravan, jumping up and down, listening to some shit Romanian music. Hans is kissing a slightly underage girl. And then, bang, the caravan fucking falls off its, uh, its stone floor. And everyone's on this. Yeah, fucking. What, the, is it on falls its side? Off. Yeah, not on its side, but it's just like, you see, it's like. It's on a hill, yeah. so you know what I mean? It's being kept flat on, on, like, some stone, and then it gets rocked over long ways, yeah.
2: What was the, uh, what what was the debris? What was the aftermath Nothing of that? Nothing,
4: really, but he got in a lot of trouble from a uh, head honcho farm Who did? man. Stefan. Ste- Stefan Why was
3: it Stefan's well, fault? Because Yo- Steph- it was his caravan. Young, handsome. Him and his mum, yeah. Young, handsome Stefan. <laughs> his, he was top very picker. Handsome.
4: Him and his mum were top pickers. He
2: was top picker, very yeah. handsome. Is it? Yeah. 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 You, I mean, how handsome was he? I mean, you've seemed pretty struck by his looks. Uh, no, he was handsome, bro. It? Yeah. He, he was just like... yeah, yeah. good looking. And no the,
4: bloke would deny it. Also, he's top picker, so you know what I mean? We've so got he's a bit, not only he's got t- high esteem.
2: Not only is he handsome, he's the best picker on the farm. Yeah. yeah. Is he getting his weasel grease by anyone in particular? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a
4: 16-year-old knocked up at home and he's shagging about two or three different birds on the farm. Taught, he taught <laughs> me to fish. <laughs> he taught me to
3: fish? kind of was the big kahuna on the farm. <laughs> bit arrogant. Well, yeah, yeah I top guess you would be. You would be. Prime Club. There's one thing I, I want to say about yeah. that. So basically, we all had our we all had our lines that we pick our strawberries off. And basically, you, ne- you never want to be on the end row, which is Legro. Like basically, it's shit. You'll never get your numbers up if you're on this row. Okay. And basically, Pepsi would never be on this row ever because you're and sucking off a manager. Yeah, and someone asked her like, Pepsi, why why do you never get Legro? And she's like. Well, you know, you got to suck a few dicks to not get legro.
4: I reckon she was, bro. I'd love to. I'd love to <laughs> know. You mean the, reckon she admitted to it? I know it. but no, I would, but I would love to know the full extent because she'd go off for little walks with people, and I just the, the skettiness was unbelievable. E-
3: even before, even the night where she raped, I'm sure she sucked someone off in the forest before that.
2: Chances, like. yeah. On a total length quest,
3: yeah. Even there's a time when me and went skinny dipping. And we just came out and she she we came out and she just saw both of our cocks and was like oh my god i just love
4: willie like imagine if you did that if like two women came out from swimming and they were like trying to put a towel around them and you stared at their pussies and went i love pussy," and you were trying to get them to show imagine if you did that you'd be locked
3: up She's yeah man should be in prison 100
4: i think she had some issues and Hans shouldn't really have been going
0: there <laughs> Crime, 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 crime club. Crime, 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 club.
2: I guess first off the bat, I want to make it clear that it's not my place or anyone's place to denigrate Pepsi for her liberal attitude towards giving blazers. She's allowed to suck off anyone she wants, and why not? Especially if it means she doesn't have to go on Legro. But she pretty much raped Hans by the sound of things, and that I cannot excuse. That's not on. And Nora's laughing about it, really, but I don't interview people to tell them off or to pose moral conundrums. I interview them to get the mental stories. That's the only metric by which I measure myself, and when I do measure myself, I find myself to have genuine length. This week's blog post is up too, in which a friend and I recount our own visit to a vegetable farm in Gloucestershire during lockdown to deliver and ingest an illegal cargo. You can find that by hitting the link in the description Next week I speak to a screw, yeah, an actual screw, whatever next. I'll leave you with man-like John Holmes, a.k.a. Matt Baker's abusive pimp, a.k.a. Canterbury's Most Wanted, to reiterate the exclusive content scenario coming in February. So cheery bye, until next week.
1: Carry on
0: my wayward club. There are notable chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis, The Martian Chronicles by Ray Bradbury, The Chronicles of Riddick, that terrible 2004 film starring poor man's actor Vin Diesel. But to add to all of this, now come The Chronicles of Tarquin, Volume 4, with Jack Beaumont. Want some of it, do you? Well, it'll be on Patreon. You know, that thing every other sod does these days. It'll be on there from Monday the 1st of February 2021. Sign up, chuck Jack three quid to spend on heroin or whatever he does, and it'll be yours. What's more, at the end of each series of Crime Club going forward, there'll be an extra long bonus ep for Patreon, Patreon types. Again, just three quid. And because Jack Beaumont is A, lazy and B, work shy, that'll only be two series a year max, so that's just six quid a year. Do you want to slip into Crime Club's backdoor for six quid? Of course you do. Link is in the show description or Google Crime Club backdoor Patreon Patreon. As C.S. Lewis himself wrote in The Lion, The Witch and the Wardrobe, His Allegory of Christianity, get some of that in your ears, Aslan, you cut. Crime Club. Great big owl.